Hello, and welcome to that episode of Bitcoin in Asia from Bitcoin Magazine. I am John Riggins, and our guest this week is Alejandro de la Torre, Vice President at Poolin. Alejandro and Poolin have uh, just launched taprootactivation.com to improve on the communication and transparency of the taproot activation process. Uh, and that's why we're getting with him this week. Alejandro has been in Bitcoin uh, in the data and mining space since 2014 when he founded SynChat, later acquired by Wallet and Data Service BlockTrail, where Alejandro led BD until it was acquired by Bitmain. Inside of Bitmain, Alejandro co-founded BTC.com, led their European office, uh, partly during the SegWit uh, upgrade process. Now back with former BTC.com colleagues at Poolin, Alejandro leads their global BD. We talk about lessons learned in the SegWit and block size debates, Bitcoin upgrade activations, and taprootactivation.com specifically, uh, operating in the mining pool space, and more. This episode is brought to you by Bitcoin Black Friday. Bitcoin Black Friday is back and focuses on building the Bitcoin circular economy. Black Friday staple since 2012 will feature deals on must-have Bitcoin products, the best discounts of the year from Bitcoin accepting merchants, and ample opportunities to stack sats, including a one Bitcoin giveaway uh, in coordination with Fold. If you are a Bitcoin accepting merchant, go to bitcoinblackfriday.com to list a Black Friday deal. You have a few more days to do that. And if you want to take advantage of the discounts and stat, sat stacking opportunities, go to bitcoinblackfriday.com. Support for this podcast also comes from Paxful. At Paxful, they believe that Bitcoin is more than just a digital currency. It's a new way of life. It's going to completely disrupt the global financial system. Paxful is a people-powered marketplace for money transfers with anyone, anywhere, at any time. Using over 300 different payment methods, you can buy and sell Bitcoin using bank transfers, cash, and even gift cards. With borderless transactions, the ability to start a business, and opportunities for social good, Paxful is set to change the world. Create an account today to get your free Bitcoin wallet and begin trading right away. We'll never look at your money the same way again. Now, here is Alejandro. Alejandro, welcome to the show, man. Good to have you. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, John. Best hair in Bitcoin, uh, otherwise known as. Um, so for, for those who aren't quite familiar with yeah. you yet, uh, can you, I guess, start with kind of a brief uh, background of uh, kind of your work history in Bitcoin, uh, some of the places you've been and uh, where you are now? Sure. So I started, I started in Bitcoin in 2013, but started a company around 2015, which was called uh Sendchat, which was then acquired by Blocktrail. I worked at Blocktrail for two years as their manager of business development and marketing, uh, which was, uh, Blocktrail was a uh, Bitcoin API, um, a blockchain analytics uh, site, so a block explorer, and um, a, a wallet, a Bitcoin wallet. Uh, we worked there for two years in Amsterdam, um, and then we were acquired by Bitmain. Uh, uh, at Bitmain, I started uh, amongst uh, five other guys, two of them from Blocktrail. We started um, uh, BTC.com, um, which grew to be the largest mining pool for two years in a row. We also had a Block Explorer and a wallet. So most of that was from, all that was from Blocktrail in essence. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I worked there for around two, two and a half years, three, um, until uh, I left. Uh, and then I joined my old friends. Uh, from BTC.com, so actually the co-founders of BTC.com, the Chinese uh, side of the of the BTC.com co-founder team, yeah, uh, started Poolin, um, and I know those guys for for three for I worked with them for three years closely, so you know it was just natural that I joined the team, and they're my good friends, and they're straight Bitcoiners, so I was very happy to join the team. <laughs> for sure, love it. Long long history, uh, you know, worked with some great people, and 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 back with some of those people from BTC.com now at Poolin, which is great. 
Um, so uh, thanks for that. And then I guess we're talking to you this week. Uh, we could talk to you about a lot of things, but you've kind of been, uh, I guess, in the news on the forefront of kind of talk about Bitcoin this week um, with the taprootactivation.com, uh, which you launched. Um, can you give kind of a brief intro of that? Um, and we'll get into more of it later, but kind of overview of, of that and uh, what, what you're doing. Sure. So um, taprootactivation.com is a website in which uh, uh, we basically are just trying to find consensus over the upcoming taproot uh, upgrade. Um, in the past, uh, you know, uh, for, for, for Bitcoin to upgrade, you need to have all parties in agreement and consensus. In consensus. So I thought let's, let's go ahead and, and take the first step um, and get what the, and get to see and to find out as a community what the mining pool industry, what the mining pool players um, are, 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 are preferences are. Um, I think it's an important, it's a very important um, side of, of, of upgrades of soft forks. And so I, I just want to get it. I really wanted to get the, the, the discussion going. <clears throat> it's an important upgrade for every, for every Bitcoiner out there because it includes big, uh, Bitcoin privacy. It, it, it expands smart contract possibilities. It also actually helps with scaling because it lowers the amount of fees in transactions. Um, so so it's, it's just an overall upgrade to Bitcoin. It's good for, for us, for us Bitcoiners. Thus, good for mining pools. So I went ahead and, and created the site. For sure, getting a lot of attention. Uh, Aaron Van Weerdum of, of Bitcoin Magazine wrote about it uh, this past week, um, and we'll get into a little bit more detail about that and the stuff around it. Uh, first, though, uh, some context for kind of uh, why you're doing this this way now. Uh, maybe some kind of lessons learned from um, past upgrade uh, processes. Um, so uh, you're you're essentially uh, with Block Trailer out of Europe. Um, you all are acquired by Bitmain um, out of Beijing, obviously. Uh, and those teams, uh, I think you stayed in Europe, but you you know did a, did a bit of traveling back and forth, and you're working with a, a kind of a Chinese cohort uh, on the Beijing side too. Can you talk a little bit, a little bit about kind of um, being one of the first kind of Western, very public-facing employees uh, of a Chinese company, and kind of things that you learned initially um, at that acquisition? Yeah. Well. <clears throat> It's it's uh, aside from aside from Bitcoin being a nascent industry, um, it's also it's also it, it, there's there's also the the added um, the added basically um, hurdle of, of 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 two distinct very distinct cultures and 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 work cultures and just cultures in general working together. So there's always a lot of uh, it's it's not it's not a simple process. Um, there's a lot of back and forth and there has to be a lot of there has to be a lot of mutual respect and trust between both parties that's that's very very important um that 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 has that has yeah that's what i've learned over the years working with chinese companies as a you know as a european um, um yeah and in the past uh with that as, as you as you as your question uh, was um we we the SegWit upgrade was uh, was kind of difficult for all parties involved because what happened was that um, there was not a lot of communication between the mining community and the development community and just the users in general, businesses. Everyone was shoot, everyone was doing what they wanted to do. Everyone was trying to push in their own direction or pull in their own direction, um, and that caused a lot of a, a huge rift in the community and caused a lot of fighting in Bitcoin. And it was. And I was, you know, I was at BTL.com, a Chinese company, you know, as a Western, we were BTL.com Amsterdam, uh, which was mm -hmm. basically the Western side of Bitmain. Um, and so we had to face a lot of, uh, a lot of, we faced a lot of issues, a lot of problems, 
lot of dirt throwing was thrown to us and we had to deal with a lot of bad stuff. Like for example, a lot of uh, the team and BTL.com want to segwit while in China, some uh, in the Chinese side of Finmain, they did not want segwit. Some did, of course, and mm-hmm. the Boolean guys who were at BTL.com, who were at BTL.com at, the, uh, at this time, wanted segwit. And this was one of the reasons why they left uh, Bitmain. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so we had to we had to kind of walk a fine line there, and it was it was a very it was a very difficult moment for me personally because um, you know I, it's it, I have to you know I'm I'm, I'm tasked with something and uh, but at the same time I have to so at the end what BTL.com did was we kind of we kind of we we created a sort of on our wallet um, we did replay protection in case that was going to be necessary so so no one's bitcoins would be lost if if there was a really bad fork. Um, and you know, we tried to, we tried to, to basically try to win or, or try to uh, make everyone happy. Um, but it was a very difficult decision and it was a very difficult time for us. So I don't want to, I don't want to, and I don't want anyone else to live that. And one of the major problems with, in, in the Segway days was that the mining industry, um, mainly in China now, now, now it's been spread out globally much more, but in those days it was basically only in China. Um, and the communication wasn't there when communication started they wanted that they these these guys wanted this and there was a lot of you know a lot of confusion so i you know i don't want to repeat that so i took i took the first step to to see what the mining guys the mining pool people want to start the discussion from the from basically the problem we had in the past i'm trying to fix it with this uh, site that's what that's that's the whole point yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, I guess take a step back a little bit uh, to some of the confusion that you're talking about in kind of those difficult times. Segway, um, Segway 2x, the communication there. Uh, the kind of east-west divide, communication-wise, trust-wise, um, is kind of used as an excuse or you know a real reason for some of those problems back then. Um, you touched on it, but maybe can you talk a little bit more about uh, kind of inside BTC.com there, um, kind of the internal discussion around it. Um, how, how should I put it? I mean, it's it it was um, it was the reasons behind uh, the why uh, some people in Bitmain or the upper management at Bitmain didn't want Segwit. I guess are known um, across the community. Um, uh, they wanted they wanted to scale with a larger block because the re- the, the 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 exact reasons why they prefer to uh, to to upgrade with a larger block. Um, and, and you know, which will then that's that's what, that's what BCH Bitcoin Cash turned out to be. Um, there's many reasons why, and, there, and and we can we can speculate as to what was going on, and and you know, and CEOs Jihan's head, uh, and, and the rest of the guys up there over there. Um, but ultimately, there was a there was a rift in the community, and and um, um, it's um, it's a, like I said earlier, it's a very fine line. Um, but at the end of the day, it is, it's a BIM, it still was a BIM main company, right? So we, we, you know, we can't really push them a little uh, or push the, our narrative too hard <laughs> because then, sure, you know, then sure. maybe I would have a job. So, um, yeah, so it was just, it was just, it was just, um, it was, it was basically, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that caused a lot of, that caused, that was a very, that was a very bad moment for BIM main, I believe. I think BIM main ultimately did a very, was a bad choice. It was, was the wrong choice to 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 fight the bitcoin community and to try to stop uh the segwit upgrade and i mean there's nothing wrong with forks in essence i, I i've always said this since day one and i'll continue to say it to, to the end of to the end 
you can fork fork if you want to i mean that's just that's just a technical thing fork but fighting the community and doing all this bad stuff and all that's bad that's bad mm -hmm. um so so yeah um I, i think it was a lesson learned perhaps i don't know what go, goes on in these guys heads but i feel yeah. i think they learned their lesson um and a lot of very smart people left bitmain after that you know so like let's say like um the i'm not too sure when the guy the the creator f9 s9 left but he left pulling guys left you know so every uh, you know yeah so a couple i mean a couple left. of now uh you know big competitors big big companies yeah. um in the mining space formed um you know from some that division uh micro bt and pulling being two of them um yeah i guess uh the the process back then and like lessons learned going into uh you know future upgrade upgrade discussions um can you narrow it down to a couple so coordination was happening um you know people are people are uh you know there's a, a meeting in hong kong these, these things are happening can you talk about how coordination was happening uh back then versus what you're trying to do now okay that's a good question well that that's 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 the that's actually the crux of the whole issue the what yeah. the 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 communications in the back between every other every player was basically non-existent some mm -hmm. guy some business person would decide oh let's do a conference in china and then everyone would go there and everyone would talk and then nothing would happen was, you know or, or 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 something would happen that not no one else wanted uh like a segway2x for example from uh from um, from Barry Silver um that no one wanted but at the, in the meeting everyone felt everyone felt that was a great idea but you're not no one wanted that So so that that that's actually that's actually the the difference now. I mean it's the first steps. I think software activation is literally well, I mean aside from the developers code and stuff, but this is the first consensus consensus try to information gathering that we have now with uh this mm -hmm. new upgrade coming in. Um but the idea I'm trying to put I, you know me and Pulin are trying to make it as try as, as transparent as possible and try to you know make the communication happen. Which did not happen in the past. Communication was just not there. It was basically not there. So mm -hmm. now that's the difference. We have to yeah, have so, clear so communication. Crux of the issue was communication back then. Um, yeah. So with Taproot, this is kind of your, uh, you know, you have a public-facing website, and you're uh, talking to media and uh, getting input from other other pools. So communication and transparency is is kind of or kind of the key uh, focal points of what you're trying to uh, uh, add to the dialogue here. Um, yeah. Can you talk uh, so the this is something you're doing with you're at Poolin. Can you talk about uh how the idea came about internally at Poolin and um uh how you uh have kind of thought about communication with other mining pools to launch the site? Uh how are how's kind of the back channel dialogue? Um is there good communication between pools generally? Uh uh and then for things like uh, up, uh upgrades, um how are you thinking about this specifically? Sure. So um you know pulling pulling the uh ceo of pulling is uh, kevin pan and he's a very well known bitcoin figure in china and mm -hmm. in the rest of the bitcoin community as well um uh, but he's very much um into technical upgrades and the technical side of bitcoin he very much supports um bitcoin cores uh development work um he's been pushing himself in, for taproot or he's been teaching uh, about taproot and presenting about taproot in china for for about, you know, half a year now. Uh okay. big, well, and corona corona of course messed up a lot of stuff, but what what does that look like was, the the teaching is that like uh 
webinar type stuff? Is it like in person? He's going to different companies and presenting. Oh no! So it's so so. Poolin holds like monthly conferences in China for miners. Mm -hmm. um, not only conferences, but also workshops. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where he goes to teach. So he show in the conferences he presents what's happening with this, and in, in the workshops, of course, it's much more uh, intimate. So so he's been doing that for a while. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, um, I thought uh, since I've been I've been around I've been I've been in, in Bitcoin for many years and saw what was going on. Um, so yeah, we 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 all decided you know the management the executive team decided let's uh, let's push forward with this uh, this activation. You know, at the end of the day, pulling. Um, Poolin is mines around 13% of all Bitcoin in uh, every day. The global Bitcoin hash rate is comes through Poolin. So of course, like for us, you know, um, it is, it's a big responsibility and, you know, that responsibility brings, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, we have to do these things. We, it's, 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 it's our, it's our own responsibility because we're moving so much hash rate and so many mm -hmm. miners trust us as, as a mining pool that, you know, mm -hmm. we have to, that we, we don't have to, but we feel that we need to, uh, you know, try to help Bitcoin whenever way we can. And since we felt, look, there wasn't, a, there's, there was no discussion about Taproot. There was only mailing lists and a couple. I mean, Aaron from Bitcoin Magazine mm -hmm. is the only one really talking about Taproot. Um, so, you know, it was about, it was, it's about time to to talk about it. And what better than us? Where we you know, um, the internal discussions between mining pools is there. There's, a, you know, the competition between mining pools is extremely intense, to put it mm -hmm. lightly. Um, because you know, miners, to, it's it's a feature for for my, for miners to be able to switch so easily between pools as a feature. Mm -hmm. But for us as a pool, of course, that's uh, that's kind of sucks, right? You know, they can switch sure. so easily to another to our competitor. So I mean, the competition is fierce. Um, but at the end of the day, everyone came together, and I was very happy about this. I, you know, um, a lot of people asked me how quick I how, that, that I you know I, I managed to get fifty percent over fifty percent of the hash rate already on on board in like one day, but it's because, you know, I mean, I, I know, I know, I know all these guys for many years, right. They're, they're like, I've been going to China yeah. for many years. So I've spoken to them and they're, you know, they're, 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 they're colleagues and the competitors, but you know, but the, the, the main thing is that everyone comes together when it's about an upgrade, you know, it's not, I'm not, I'm not asking them to give me some more information about some, some of their internal stuff or trying to get information about their miner. No, I'm trying to, I'm here presenting an upgrade about Bitcoin and everyone is in agreement there. They're, you know, everyone mm -hmm. puts their gun, their their weapons aside, and they're and and says, yeah, okay, let's let's work together on this. So I was very happy to hear this, including yeah, Bitmain, which was for me, which for me, Trump, the 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 Trump card, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the 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 wild card in my in my little address book with all mining pool uh, connect uh, contacts was mm -hmm. the Bitmain guys, right? Because you know who knows <laughs> who knows what they were gonna do. But I was very happy. I was very happy that. They came back and actually BTC.com was was basically the first one to answer my uh, my my uh, questions and you know to answer me back. Um, and okay. and next week and next week they're going to be adding um, a uh, a Coinbase transaction with Taproot um, in 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 their Coinbase transaction to signal. Okay. Uh, so that's great. So that's great. And what was the last question? Sorry, John. Uh, that's that's good. And so okay. you, you know your, your former Bitman colleagues uh, BTC.com and Antpool uh, are both. Um, you know, have kind of come out in support of Taproot. I guess there's, uh, um, you know, not complete agreement on uh, kind of the activation method if it's bit nine or bit yeah. eight. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, how you see um, kind of coordination around the activation method happening? Yeah, see, so so um, 
the the first the first step of taproot at activation.com is to just find out if everyone's in agreement for taproot mm -hmm. right first things first let's first see the, yep. set the foundation <laughs> yeah yep. um, and so so to stop to stop there first so uh pooling dtc.com f2 pool slush yeah. uh amp pool luxor uh are all um have all signaled publicly in agreement now on this uh that is over 50 percent of the hash rate uh what, what is the uh kind of remaining balance and who are you trying to um, kind of coordinate with next to, to well, get the buy-in yeah. yeah so i've spoken to via btc binance uh pool huobi pool which are the three other large ones uh there's a handful of other you know mid to small size uh, pools that i've also contacted um however i'm mostly i'm mostly more connected well connected to the larger pools the, all the larger pools are in aware, I'll just say right now, they are, they are all aware of the site and they know who signaled and they know what's going on. Um, I expect most of them to, to, to give me an answer. I don't know what they're going to say, but to give me an answer by next week. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's, let's hope they say yes. The only, the only pool that I don't, that I don't know what may happen. I, I think we'll be, you know, we'll be in exchange and, um, you know, I, and they've been around for a while as well. So I don't, I, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they'll go against that room, but who knows, but I, that's my own opinion. The only one I don't know that, you know, that's a kind of a wild card again for me is Binance because Binance is, it's, they, they do whatever the hell they want. It seems, <laughs> <Right>. um, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, and the CEO, uh, you know, he's, he said some, he said, he has said some wild things, um, in the past about like turning the, the blockchain back after a hack. Which, which basically yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy talk. <laughs> pulling, yeah, pulling was really much, very much against that. But what what it shows to me, at least, uh, this is me speaking, not pulling, uh, is that you know, if you if you talk, if you say about moving the blockchain or turn the, turning the blockchain back, it doesn't really mean that you understand Bitcoin much, right? You don't really get what Bitcoin is. I, that, that's my opinion. So I don't know. So so let's see. Let's see what let's see what he says. I hope I hope I hope Binance goes through. Um, so yeah, those are all the three, those are the basically the other two, three large uh, pools. Um, and then for after that, I think all the other small pools, uh, will probably reach out to me. I mean, there's a lot of small pools I've reached out sure. to, to all of them, but let's see, let's see. I think next week we're going to, next week, there's going to be a more development there. Uh, so the kind of first purpose is to, uh, kind of get a public signaling for against taproot, um, from pools. Um, kind of what are the next uh, steps for it and what are kind of the next steps of communication that you see um, as being important as you kind of build out, uh, you know, essentially a, a new process for transparency here? Well, the next step after finding out, after everyone tells us or, or tells me their preference if they want to activate Taproot and which BIP they want to use, they prefer, um, then the next step, of course, or naturally would be to just to try to agree on one BIP um and um that that is going to be i think i think it's easier to ask just to find out if they want to upgrade taproot yes no because it's a yes no <laughs> I, but the harder part good the start. harder problem yeah it's a good start <laughs> the harder problem is is finding out which bip or agreeing on which bip we're gonna we're gonna use um and of course um developers themselves also have different uh preferences so the next, the next step after, after, after finding out if they want to uh, upgrade Taproot would be try to agree on on the BIP. The good thing is, is that um, you know, 
I think we can come to I think we can come to a sort of middle ground between bit eight, bit nine, where we can you know you know wait a whole year, and if the signaling doesn't occur, you know if ninety five percent threshold isn't found on isn't isn't met, then we can move on to like a more stringent type of bit bit uh, mm -hmm. bit eight, you know like. Um, so um, I think I think uh, I think we can come to sort of agreement. It might take a couple of years, but um, hopefully, hopefully everyone agrees with uh, uh, with you know one bit, and we move it on. And three months we're upgraded. That's not going to happen. So, um, right. yeah, the next the next step is just to find out. I'm I'm very I'm very positive of the developments, and I think um, I think it's going to be fine. It, it, it will it will happen. It's just a matter of time and just sitting down and talking about it. Yeah, and uh, so kind of coordinating that that activation, and this is uh, you know. Uh, kind of public transparent coordination uh, from mining pools. Uh, the other side of that, uh, you mentioned developers have input, um, Bitcoin users. How, how do you see um, this playing into the communication of kind of the broader Bitcoin ecosystem um, in terms of how uh, you know, upgrades happen in the future? Sure, so um, from, 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 from our side as a mining pool, um, you know, once we once once we're done with type activation and the most mining pools or hopefully all the mining pools have, have responded that is transparent information you know we'll make it as transparent mm -hmm. as possible the dev developers are transparent they have all on their mailing list and whatever and whatever it is mm -hmm. they use i'm sure they're transparent too so then the next question is i mean the users will all be able to to log into type activation the comments see the transparency there the next mm -hmm. question would be then how to how to how to move forward from there um but we've learned from the past and you know, I think Tapper activation is it's just a good it's just a good way to put it all outside, you know, especially because most of the mining pools are based out of China. So it, it's it's just it's just I, you know it, I I was in a good position to do this, so I did it. Um, yeah. And and I think uh, I, I think I think moving forward, we just need to be transparent and communicate clearly. That's it. Yeah, very very succinct uh, goals there, and uh, you really are kind of the perfect person to be uh, doing this. So I'm glad you are. Thanks thanks for the work you're done. Um, I think everyone's pretty happy with the uh, increased level of communication and transparency. Um, Great, that was the whole poll. That was the whole. Thanks, John. And uh, coordination, I guess, just your personal messaging is that uh, where where is that mostly these days? Is it, is it WeChat? Is it Telegram? Is it email? How are you talking to people? Oh yeah. Just curious. Oh okay. Well, well, the Chinese mining pools. Um, yeah, WeChat. Yeah, WeChat. WeChat yeah. and yeah, emails, emails, but but mostly WeChat. Yeah, WeChat. Sure. <laughs> there you go. And. Uh, <laughs> The uh, I guess the you know you've you've been in the space for a long time you know the leadership at all these major pools and the kind of the Binance and Huobi side these new exchanges that are getting in the pool space um, kind of the additional financial yeah. services stuff that they're providing around that are the are the is the leadership of those pools is it coming from kind of the OGs of the BTC.coms and Ant Pool type companies or is it uh, are they kind of growing internally uh, those teams and uh, like are, are you very familiar with the leadership I guess. Uh, yeah, so so a lot of the um, a lot of these new exchange mining pools have have sniped up, have taken up a, a bunch of former Bitmain guys, BTCR mm -hmm. guys. Um, so it, it it's all it's it's all the same the same people who've been working uh, these pools. But um, you know, one thing that you know we should never underestimate as us as pooling, and 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 I guess the other you know F two pool the other big pools is that you know Binance for uh, mostly has and then Huobi. They have a they have a large war chest, right? They they make they make a lot of money, so mm -hmm. you know there's something that we never we never take very lightly, and we're always uh, we're always have we we have we have to you know be in our best 
um, try our best at always at all times. And, and which leads me to the next uh, point is that, you know, Pulin actually jumped the gun um, and we decided to, to move into the uh, financial side of things. So now we provide, you know, loans and we, you, can, you can borrow from us, you can lend from us, um, you can lend to us, uh, you can earn interest on your accounts, on, your, on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and it goes, and, and, and this, is, this is an important thing. Number one is because we're the first ones to do this, really, uh, the first mining pools to do this. Um, uh, historically, a lot of the miners have had big issues in finding any way to, to, to fund their, you know, new machines, um, it's very hard. It's, they can't go down to the bank and say, look, I got a mining farm and I need more money. It doesn't work like that. So, so, so it's, it's been a very, it's been, we've grown very, very strongly on that side of the business. Uh, we yeah. started with three guys. We're now like 20 guys. So we've grown very much. Um, and just on the financial with, services side. Yeah. Yeah. On the financial services side. And how, how are and you attacking that? So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working with the, the way we're attacking this is actually, we're working with large, uh, hedge funds like block, uh, uh, was it BlockFi, BlockFi, sorry, BlockFi, uh, Three Arrows Capital, um, uh, you know, and a, whole, a handful of other big companies that already are, you know, the, the best in this uh, side of things. We're working with them very closely, partnerships, um, and that's been very good. So, so the, the reason why we've, we've jumped into the financial side of, of, of uh, you know, financial side of things is because, um, again, the entrance of new um, pools, for example, Binance, Wolby, which come in with, you know, very, very, very smart guys and, you know, and they're making a lot of money. So mm -hmm. what they do is they lower the fees, you know, the competition continues to increase. So the, you know, instead of offering, you know, point, you know, 1% 1, 1 for the fees, they offer 0.8% because they can. Um, yeah. So for, they, for context, what, what were, what were the fees on uh, for mining pools sure. when you were at btc.com versus and where they are now? For, <laughs> when I started at btc.com, we were talking about like 6%. 4%, 4% was, was kind of the, it was kind of like around 6% and then went down to 4% and then it, it stayed around 4% for a couple of years, two years. Um, and then it, it started, it started like nose diving and it went down literally uh, every month it was going down 0.5%, uh, you know, and then now we're, you know, we're, we're, we're low, we're, it's just very low, um, which, which, I mean, it's still, it's still, you know, we still, we still, it pays the bills, but you know, it's not the same. So we have to, we have to, we have to reinvent the book. We have to, and you know, a mining pool has a lot of users and a lot of Bitcoin coming in through our, you know, through, through our company. So why not, you know, provide interest for these Bitcoins and why not? You sure. Know, sure. Just, so that's yeah. easy. So the, the, the basic service of pools uh, is um, kind of the margin there is being uh, slowly or quickly um, taken down toward closer to zero. Uh, Y'all are making up for it by providing additional financial services around it. Uh, you have these uh, exchanges that are coming in and have it kind of all those um, teams internally working together. Uh, Y'all are partnering with some outside groups um, on the lending and borrowing side with BlockFi, uh, kind of quant fund type folks with uh, Three Arrows Capital. Um, what is the uh, kind of partnership, what does that kind of partnership process look like for y'all um, in terms of how you're thinking about who to work with, where you want to be working with people, um, kind of the things that you're looking for them to bring to the table. Are you looking for additional partners on either side? Um, how are you thinking about the, kind of those partnerships moving forward? Um, sure. So, uh, you know, um, the, the, uh, 
Poland has a very strong reputation. So yeah. um, uh, we, we, you know, naturally we have to find someone with a very strong reputation and what they do. So in essence, what we did was just partner with, try to partner with the best guys that we, that, mm-hmm. that in the industry. And we feel that BlockFi, Three Arrows Capital, CyberX, et cetera, are, are the best. So that's who we, who we work with. Um, well, how it works in the back, it's uh, kind of, you know, it's just normal processes, processes. Um, and yeah, we're always looking for, we're always looking for new partners um, and please reach out to us for in, in that sense. Um, but a lot of the, a lot of the internal financial stuff I can't really talk about. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> and uh, that the kind of customer base of just miners who are looking for some additional services now, how, how have you seen kind of the sophistication of those customers growing over time, the, the services they're looking for, um, and then kind of the geography of your customers, maybe specifically. We've, we've uh, you know, got a lot of these uh, groups, these pools that are based in China. Um, how are you thinking about uh, growth of, of that customer base, I guess? Yeah, so what we've seen over the years is that the mining, I mean, in the, in the beginning, the very beginning, the, the people who were mining were, were hobbyists, right? And then it became people who saw, you know, small groups of people who saw, okay, this is a very good business started throwing a lot of money and they started growing and getting very big. A lot of these large, large pools in China and, and in Russia, Kazakhstan are guys who started, you know, with a small warehouse and made a lot of money with Bitcoin mining and they kept expanding. But now what we're seeing, so these, these large pools still exist, these very old established large pool, uh, my, uh, sorry, uh, farms, sorry. Um, but now what we're seeing is we're seeing, um, you know, teams, uh, companies who are, you know, highly, you know, professional guys who know what they're doing, who are finance, you know, ex-finance people, ex-bankers, you know, very smart technicians, engineers. Um, and, and geographically, these folks, you're talking just all over the, all, all over the place now. Um, it's, it's, or more so it's going it's on more, more sophisticated in China specifically too. Right. No. Yeah. So, so the, the, the more professional type of teams we're seeing out build, being built outside of China. But in China, we're also seeing so there, a lot of the older players or, and mining pools mm-hmm. actually, um, like uh, Poolin. Poolin's actually looking into uh, creating something like that, creating this new business where we, with our expertise, we build the farm for a client, and we have you know the best the best expertise in house. But what we're seeing outside of China is these highly mm-hmm. professional teams, professionalized teams, like in North America, United States, Canada. We're seeing you know the, the best guys from ex Wall Street you know, ex Silicon Valley. Um, and we're also, in Europe, we, in Iceland, for example, I've been to the most, the, the, I think the most state-of-the-art farm in the world. I, I've been to many farms. This one was engineered. The, the air was was engineered or the uh, the airflow was engineered in such a way that they knew, it was it was just out of this world. You can't, you can't, they took, it was like 10 engineers just to build the facility. So mm-hmm. like, you know, this sort of stuff you don't see in, you, you never saw three years ago. And you still don't and see this is a of- is this a new entrant or this is a an existing group that is just kind of upgrading the sophistication of their facilities this iceland this iceland was uh was a new group and an existing working together so it's pretty quite interesting but but what i'm what, what, what's going on is that the, the hash rate the global hash rate is is aside from it just growing a lot of people a lot of people talk about oh it's getting out it was moving out of china sure some mm-hmm. of it is moving out of china or some of it's being shut down in china and, and some of it's growing, but in the whole entire hash rate is growing globally. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's growing in China and it's growing also everywhere else. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's a great, it's great news for everyone. Um, uh, and I think I, for, I see 
there's a lot of new dams and there's a lot of dams um, that are now, a lot of people are trying, are starting to get in, are starting to hear and see a lot of people making, you know, good money. It's a it's viable business mining. And these, there's a lot of dams across the whole world where, you know, not, not, not all the energy is being used. It's being, in essence, being shot into the ground. So we're going to see a bunch of farms popping up all over the world. You know, there's a, there's, there's big, there's big, there's big dams in Paraguay, for example, big dams all over North America, of course. Um, there's also dams being built in Ethiopia. I don't know any people, that one's not yet built. But that's gonna be that's gonna that's gonna have an excess energy to to basically for all of Africa, but you know someone can build some farms there. You know, so it's it's just a matter of uh, it's 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 a matter of the whole entire the whole entire globe. It's becoming a viable business for for people, and it's and it's gonna mm -hmm. it's, it helps secure Bitcoin and our network, giving Bitcoin much more, in my opinion, much more value. For sure, uh, growth all over the world, good for Bitcoin. Uh, and then yeah. I guess we, we didn't get a, in my apology, we didn't get like an overview of the uh, pool and business essentially at first either. So, uh, you know, mining pool, these financial services for for your customers, uh, you know, you're talking about some other business lines you might launch. Let me just get a brief overview of the pool and business and um, kind of how you're looking at uh, growing over the next year or so. And, and I, guess, okay. I guess your, I guess, specific role there, we didn't even get to that first too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, yeah, so we have the mining pool. Uh, we, we mine 10, 10 different coins, top, top 10 coins. Bitcoin is, our, of course, our number one baby. Um, financial services, which is it's very straightforward. If you're mining with us, you can get uh, your Bitcoin straight to that wallet, which provides all the financial services you require. And we also have some, like, uh, you know, um, smaller... We're, we're looking into building farms for uh, individuals. This... this, this um, Business just started, so um, get reach out to us. Reach out to me if you want to talk about it. But basically, if you want a mining farm in China and and eventually outside of China as well, you can come to us and we'll build the whole thing for you. We even we'll, we'll get you the miners, we'll set them up, we'll connect you to the and we'll connect to our pool, giving you a good fee. So it's a it's a good it's a straightforward business there. Um, we're looking to expand outside of of course as as the as the global hash rate grows and all in other parts of the world, you know, Pulin wants to be right there with them, you know, help. We have many, many years of experience with the largest mining, player, mining farms in the world. Um, so, you know, we, we know, we know how to do this and we want to be there in Paraguay. We want to be there in Canada, North America, in Europe, you know, that's where I'm at, Northern Europe. So um, expect, expect Pulin to grow internationally. That's, that's our, that's our goal. <laughs> and then uh, we close out with kind of a, a more of a, uh, one-off question, a recommendation can be something culture, food, um, for a place that you work out of, uh, I guess that could be Amsterdam or Beijing for you, but, uh, one recommendation for somebody who's going to be traveling, uh, post COVID in the future and, uh, what they should do. Well, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I would recommend in Amsterdam is, uh, it's called Haring, which is a uh, raw fish. It's very good. Trust me. Um, all right. The Dutch food, Dutch, Dutch cooking, uh, it's okay, but I would I would much much rather just I recommend the the, the raw fish. <laughs> All right, raw fish in Amsterdam sounds good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, Alejandro, thanks thanks for joining, man. Talk uh, talk thanks, soon. John. Thanks. 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 A quick reminder, all of the content in this episode is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Nothing contained in this presentation constitutes solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by BTC Media, the Let's Talk Bitcoin Podcast Network, or any third-party service provider to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments.